Hey everybody, welcome to this kind of emergency podcast. Uh, this is going to be Mondays. We were just going to let Sundays roll on into Monday. That's what we normally do. But, you know, just as luck would have it, um, we get a commitment like five minutes after I post the last podcast. So, yes, got the same shirt on. No, I haven't shaved since then. Yes, we're going to break it down because we got a huge commitment on Sunday afternoon and Jimmy and I want to talk about it. Let's get into it. Locked on Bama. Locked on Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody, and welcome back into Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me, Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, how are you today? Oh, I'm, I'm still doing fine. You asked me that earlier today. I'm still doing fine, maybe even better since, uh, since hey, not, not, not a lot of Nick Saban's achievements shock me, but this shocked me. You know, okay, so we're talking about Justice Haynes has committed to Alabama. Uh, Rivals considers him the number one running back in the country. Uh, most player, most services, I should say, consider him a top four, top five back in the country. Um, you know, we were talking about recruiting just a little bit on the last episode, which was ironically earlier today, and we were talking about Hunter Osborne. I thought that may be the guy to pop next. I really gave no consideration to Justice Haynes uh, giving a verbal commitment to Alabama at all, much less today. Um, but you know what? More power to him. I like him a lot. His film is very good. Obviously, Rivals loves him, the number one back in the country, according to them. I think you guys have him pretty up, pretty high up there at on three. Uh, very excited about this. I, th- I think it's great. What do you think, Jimmy? Well, it's super. I mean, it's unbelievable, really. Uh, we had, I wouldn't say a heads up at on three, but but we did have piecing a couple things together. Uh, you know, some good reporting throughout the industry uh, that covers Alabama. Uh and and there were some hints, maybe you, you know. I think the I think a big hint was Alabama not not really being involved at the very end with Caleb Jackson from Louisiana, uh, because Alabama liked where they sat with with other backs. You know, emphasis being two. Alabama wanted two in this group, and it was just hard for me. Even though I heard some whispers, it was hard for me to wrap my head around the idea that Alabama would end up. Uh, yeah, with two backs, but but potentially backs as good as Justice Haynes and Richard Young. I still believe Alabama is in a really good spot with Richard Young, despite the Haynes commitment. So, you know, hey, shame on me for not uh, giving Nick Saban enough credit, I guess, as much as I, I say he's the greatest of all time. Uh, today cinches it again. What a huge deal to get a five-star running back from Georgia who was a legacy prospect. His dad played football for Georgia. And Alabama, as we all know, is heavily pursuing a different five-star running back in, in Richard Young. So unbelievable that Alabama pulled this off. And yeah, we, we had an idea, though I had no idea there would be a commitment, or there would be a commitment today. Again, that was shocking. If we knew that, we would have told you guys earlier when we recorded just a few hours ago. Uh, that, hey, something could be happening today. At that time, I knew nothing. Uh, and, uh, you know, in terms of who we'd be getting a commitment today. Again, I'm not 100% shocked that Justice Haynes chose Alabama. I am 100% shocked when you, you you factor in all the factors and then throw in it was a 
surprise Sunday commitment the uh, afternoon before SEC media days. I don't, I was going to stop okay. you before you said I'm muted. I was going to stop you. I've got it. I called. Okay. Um, I didn't even say it. It sounds yet. like even the staff was a little bit caught off guard. Justice Haynes, um, he posted the video uh, on Instagram, um, his commitment, you know, and like now it's not even just a video of your commitment. It's, it's like this story, you know, it's all you do with your highlights and then you working out and then you praying. And I mean, that's like everybody does this, right? It's not necessarily unique to him, but it, he did the, the, he videoed somebody else videoed, videoed him FaceTiming who I assume was Robert Gillespie. I couldn't really make it out, but I think it was Gillespie, the running back coach. And um, Correct. he was like, yep, I know where I want to go and I'm, I'm coming there. And, and Gillespie was like, this is awesome. This is great. You know, but it, and I also read in a story that it, I think even the Alabama staff was like, wow, okay, the great, you know, like, um, but maybe this was all recorded last week, um, right around, right just before the Caleb Jackson commitment, because it felt like Alabama was in that too. So maybe the staff has known about this. Maybe everybody's known about this that's now, intimate the with time, it. The timing was definitely – Alabama was recruiting Caleb Jackson, was interested in Caleb Jackson. Then Alabama gets the, the Haynes commitment last weekend and pulled out of the Caleb right. Jackson suite. So Caleb was aware. Uh, that, that That's how it appears, you know, that Caleb was aware Alabama had already and, – and, and, of course, Alabama wanted to be quiet about it and 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 – to everyone's, uh, you know, everyone that, that knew about it and stayed quiet. That's not easy to do because <laughs> apparently it, it happened a week ago. But uh, you got to give the kid, you know, preparation and time. And, and, and you know, j- you know, justice gets to announce this, not not anybody else. And uh, wow, huge. We'll see. Hopefully it hopefully it sticks. I've got no reason to think it won't. Uh, very professional kid. Uh, I think this will stick. And uh, and then let's see if it has a positive or negative effect with Alabama's pursuit of Richard Young. Uh, but hey, uh, Alabama has a five-star running back now in the bag. Jimmy, let me tell everybody about LinkedIn. As the sun comes out and small businesses are back in business, LinkedIn Jobs makes it easier to grow your team. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the people you want to interview faster and for free. Go check them out. We love LinkedIn Jobs over at Robinson Iron, and uh, I know you'll love them too. Create a free job post in minutes on LinkedIn Jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 810 million people. Then add your job and the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring so your network can help you find the right people to hire. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and who you'd like to hire. It's why small businesses rank LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Did you know every week nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. That's linkedin.com slash college. Go check them out today. I'm telling you, you will not regret it. LinkedIn is the absolute best. Also, to you about NFL Top 10. Excuse me, NFL Top 50. We can do an NFL Top 10. I mean, it'll be there eventually. Uh, but you're probably listening to this on July 18th, and uh, right now it's out there. Locked On is giving you the 50 most valuable players 
in conjunction with Bet Online in the NFL. And this is according to the Bet Online Ozmakers. Available today on Locked On NFL, wherever you get your podcast, and on YouTube. Okay, Jimmy, so where do you think this puts us with Richard Young? That's the first thing somebody asked. Um, it was funny. We post a video of uh, Sunday slash Monday's uh, podcast. And one of the first comments was, okay, y'all posted this a little early because we just got a commitment from Justice Haynes. And um, what does this do with right. Richard Young? I want you to answer that first, but I, I want to tell you something that people may not know. I didn't know this. Apparently, Haynes was the guy that caught the touchdown, the famous, we stepped on his face with a hobnail boot quote. Yeah, that's it. Justice's dad. V- Varon, yeah. V-E-R-R-O-N, Varon. Davis. Davis. I mean, yeah. Haynes. Yeah. Yeah. Haynes, yeah. No, you yeah, said yeah, Davis. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, but, I um, Vernon. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah Vernon Davis. Uh, but that's interesting yeah. to me that uh, um, that he's the one that caught the hobnail boot touchdown. That's pretty cool. Makes him a significant player in Georgia history. I mean, he's a significant player. He's not Herschel Walker. He's not, you know, uh, uh, you know, Garrison Hurst, but he's he's a significant player in Georgia history. The kid is. Is it is it from you know the Atlanta area? Uh, it's just unbelievable. Now, how it affects Richard Young? First of all, on the surface, I would say it has a negative effect, right? I mean, most most running backs like quarterbacks. They like to be the guy. They like to be the back, not not just one of the backs, but the back. And on the surface, you'd go, "Ah, oh, this is going to ding Alabama's chances with Richard Young." And Georgia, uh, you know, is in a, a good spot with Richard Young. Uh, so. On, in that sense, it's a negative, but but the evidence that we have, Luke, what we know, what we think we know, and what we do know, is that this may not have anything but a positive effect on Richard Young. Uh, Haynes himself is quoted today in the commitment stories as saying he's recruiting Richard Young. He wants Young to be in this class, too. Alabama, more so than any other school, has done an incredible job of convincing backs that they're better off sharing the load. That's why Alabama is famous for having a deep stable of backs and using, you know, three to four during the season. Uh, uh, so, so you factor all that in and, and yeah, I would still project today that Richard Young will also sign with Alabama and, and it's unbelievable, but Hey, for everybody that immediately starts thinking of Richard Young, think of this. I mean, you want a five-star back, right? You got one. You got one. So just uh, Justice Haynes is a five-star back committed to Alabama, regardless of what Richard Young does. Um, you know, in, in terms of, of a comp, uh, Charles Power from on three comps him to Damian Harris. Uh, I see that. I, I like it a lot. Uh, I think there's some Josh Jacobs in him. Uh, he might be a tad bigger and thicker, maybe a little bit, but Justice has moves that remind me of Josh. I mean, he's a he's a make you miss guy that once he realizes you're not going to miss and he's got to put his head down, he will run through the contact. That perfectly to me describes Josh Jacobs, who who's a make you miss guy until that option's off the table and then he's just going to run you over even though he's not the biggest guy in the world. Uh in that sense, Justice Haynes reminds me of Josh uh He'll be a great fit at Alabama. He'll be a great fit anywhere. He's a legitimate five-star back. Uh, I did a, a film breakdown of him back in February when I thought 
like everybody else did, that Justice Haynes would end up at Georgia. So you can go to the Bama on three board and read it. I was raving about him when I was saying, yeah, it looks like he'll be a Georgia Bulldog, but look how good this kid is. Uh, so, you, you know, that wasn't me just, you know, hyping up the Alabama dude. I, I, I really didn't think Alabama had a, a huge chance here, being that he was a Georgia legacy and a Georgia in-state player and was highly prioritized by the Bulldogs. Uh, you know, different position, different side of the ball, but in some ways uh, this is kind of what happened with Alabama and Peter Woods, right, where everybody sort of, you know, penciled in Peter Woods to Alabama and he shocks people and goes to Clemson. I assure you the Georgia fans got a dose of that today uh, with Justice Haynes going to Alabama, shocked as Alabama fans are to get him. I can assure you that Georgia fans are shocked to lose him. Yeah, in fact, one of the Georgia moderators from the 24-7 side was like, this is the most shocking moment in recruiting since I've been following it, you know, from a Georgia perspective. He was like, I, I didn't yeah. see this coming, which, again, testament to, to Haynes, to his family, uh, to the people that shot that video of, of him talking to Gillespie, of uh, the Alabama coaches, keeping this all you know, down low, cuz, because um, – keep it down home, cuz. That's what it is. Um, because uh, – that. Nobody knew, so pretty interesting. Jimmy, I need to tell everybody about Bet Online. Bet Online is your BetOnline.net, I should say, is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's Major League Baseball, uh, Major League Baseball drafts going on right now. You can do uh, you can probably bet on NBA Summer League, even though it's about over. But you can bet on NFL futures. I know you can bet on preseason stuff, which is coming up very, very shortly. You can bet on college futures, all that stuff. Bet online is your Continued source for all your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check on all your favorite sports and events, including MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline is where the game starts. All right, Jimmy, um, to, to wrap this up, um, the other good news about this, uh, number one, is certainly going to elevate Alabama's class. Um, Number two, Buford is like, dare I say, they are even more star-studded than, say, Thompson right now or uh, Hoover in their heyday. And here's the other thing. Buford and Thompson play each other on August 19th at, in Georgia at 530 in the afternoon. I think that game's televised. I'm not 100% sure. I just found out I'm going to be calling the Auburn-Hoover game in, in uh, uh, Crampton Bowl. And I – you know, I'll always go call a good high school football in Alabama, but this is the year that, like, Hoover doesn't have a lot of prospects. Auburn's got a couple, but they are – one of them I know is going to Auburn University um, and, and the others, you know, Alabama's not really looking at. But uh, I just – that's crazy. As soon as he committed and I started investigating his high school a little more, I was like, man, I know Thompson's playing somebody, and this high school's loaded. I hope it's Buford. And I looked it up, and it's Buford, and that's going to be beautiful. Yeah, I'm doing more research right now. Weirdly, you bring up I'm I'm doing some research uh, that is not anywhere near complete. But um, that when 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 Justice, who's transferring to Buford, he didn't play for Buford last season, but he's transferring to Buford. Off the top of my head, Luke, Alabama has signed under Saban in particular a lot of kids from Buford and are in good shape with kids from Buford next season. And I believe, and again, I'm I'm working on it right now, so I don't have any numbers for you. And if the numbers don't work out like I think they are, then you'll never see this piece from me either because if the numbers don't work out, then it's not a story. But but kind of the point of, of what I'm working on is somehow, some way, Buford to Bama is a pipeline 
and Buford to Georgia is not. Uh, and, and I don't know the reasons. I, I don't know. I'm not even going to dig and find out. I'm just going to potentially lay it out there that, uh, hey, if you're at Buford, you, you might be going to Alabama, but but you may not be going to Georgia. Uh, just kind of a weird thing where Alabama does really well there and the Georgia Bulldogs don't, I think. Uh, and, and it's interesting. It's almost like Auburn High School to Auburn. I mean, Auburn high school kids just typically don't go to Auburn, it seems like. It's kind of weird. Um, but, you know, look, it is what it is. Uh, I'm trying to look up Buford uh, right now on the on the map, and I am, and it's it's north of um, – it's north east of Atlanta, and it's right. not far from Athens at all. I mean, this would be like – it's closer than Thompson to Tuscaloosa, I'd say, based on this map I'm looking at. Hey, and some kids, this is just a fact, and, and I think it was a factor of Peter Woods, I really do, after talking to people. Uh, some kids want to leave for college, and, and, and leaving isn't 30 minutes away or 40 minutes away. Some kids want to go off to college. Uh, a lot of people listen to this show, I would ask you, I bet, I bet a lot of people listen to the show went to Alabama, and I bet most of you listening to the show uh, that went to Alabama uh, weren't from Tuscaloosa. Some of you may have been, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. I'm not saying that it doesn't happen. I'm just saying, I mean, I've got three or four colleges really close to me here in Mobile. As a matter of fact, where I live, I am literally the drive to LSU is, is mm -hmm. slightly shorter than it is to Tuscaloosa. The drive to Florida State is about equidistant to the drive to Alabama from where I am. Um, but, but, but those are still significant, you know, it's a significant distance. I mean, I, I left home to go to Alabama. I mean, that's again, I mean, it was like going to Florida state or LSU from how far the drive is, but I could have gone to South Alabama. I could have, you know, even, you know, university of mobile spring Hill. Um, and, and Luke, of course, uh, you know, from Alexander city had multiple colleges in Birmingham closer to him. Than Alabama. Well, I had colleges salivating over me, Jimmy. I mean, let's not let's oh. call a spade a spade. Um, but you know, I think you make a great point here that um, you know, my son who lives in Ohio now, my 18-year-old lives in Ohio. He's if you listen to this podcast, you know he's going to Arizona State next year. And you know, mm -hmm. when we were in school, when we went, when I went to Alabama, it was, you know, I had a lot of friends who went to Alabama too, and it was a much different experience for them because I'd already gone to Indian Springs which was about an hour and 15 minutes from home. And I lived on campus for four years. So I knew what going away to school meant. But my friends who were in Ellick City, always been in Ellick City, and then they come to Alabama. It, I mean, those two hours don't seem like a lot. It seemed like a long way from home. It doesn't anymore. The world's a smaller place. When my son going to Arizona State, if, if, if I had gone to Arizona State in 1991 when I graduated high school, I mean – my family would be like, I guess we'll see you when you graduate. I just guess we'll see you later. I don't know. And all my son and I can talk about is, you know, I can't wait to come and go to a few Cardinals games with you. And then one weekend I'll just come just for the hell of it and do something else. I and, mean, you know, I'm going to go see him four or five times while he's in school every year. And, I mean, and that's in Arizona. And I, you know, But it, it's so easy to get everywhere now. And so when you say um, going off to college, like, you're right, leaving Birmingham to go to Tuscaloosa is not going off to college anymore. And, I mean, well, you really got to get, get out of here. Um, yeah. 
some kids, some kids want to do that. And there's nothing wrong with wanting to go off. There's nothing, nothing. wrong with stay home. But I do believe that is a factor uh, with some kids. Uh, Alabama's been recruiting kids from Tuscaloosa forever. Believe it or not, Alabama has failed to sign kids from Tuscaloosa that they wanted. And, and in some of those instances, I believe the kid uh, wanted to leave home and go to go to school, you know, away. And uh, I think that might be the situation with all these Buford kids. Because, uh, again, my research, I'm just starting it. Uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully it proves what, what I think it will. And it, it'll be an interesting piece for, for you guys to read uh, tomorrow. If it doesn't prove it, I still want to do a pod on all the stuff you got wrong. I think that I'll, I'll throw out the tweet. I'll throw out a tweet. <laughs> if I don't write the tweet, will say something like Nick Saban has signed seven players from Buford, and during the same period of time, Georgia has signed five. Because yeah. <laughs> that's not a story. That's not a story, right? That's but not, it is it was, a story. That's just the thing that happened. Yeah, it's not a exactly. story at all. That's not a story um, at all. It's just like, like, what does that mean? But if Alabama has signed nine kids from Buford and Georgia has signed one. That's a story. That's a story. That is. Yeah. Okay. So we'll find out. Hi, buddy. Party. Particularly as you've already hinted, and we didn't fully flesh this out for everybody, but people that don't know, Buford's junior class, which means oh. the class of 24, there are like three national top 100 players all at Buford that, that are rising juniors. So this piece is also relevant to that uh, because uh, if Alabama's doing better at that Georgia high school, that's obviously a plethora of talent. Uh, that is big uh, as it relates to uh, King Edwards as uh, is, is one of those kids. Uh, that's his, that's his real name. I, I mean, what an awesome name. I mean, it's like the parents were fighting over what to name him. They're like, let's just call him both of them. I mean, by the way, uh, we're gonna we're gonna end it on this, but uh, I just for whatever reason was watching uh, SEC Network, and they were doing that that series they had a couple of years ago, like history of SEC football by decade, um, and they were started the '90s, um, and they do the whole thing about you know that Alabama team that won the championship in '92 and whatever. And God bless. I mean, the first thought that went through my mind was like, look, I I love. There's nothing. Uh, that I love more than, than Nick Saban's Alabama. I mean, as a whole. But that 92 deal where we intercept, uh, a, we return a, a touchdown or an interception for a touchdown in the first ever uh, SEC title game that would have, it would have ruined title games forever. We might not have any if we had lost that. And we return that against Steve Spurrier for a touchdown with Antonio Langham, which was almost very Auburn esque. Um, and then we destroy a Miami team that, frankly, if they had beaten us in that bowl game, people would probably consider them to be one of the top seven or eight teams all time in college football. I would say even today, uh, that team was loaded. And, um, man, that, that that it just gives me chills. That 92 team is still so special. Like, It'll always, always be maybe, I mean, as blasphemous as this sounds, I, I think that 92 team – might always be my favorite as well. They're uh, not the best. No, no, I said favorite. Yeah, I agree. Like you did. Agree. You, yeah, hey, uh, the 2020 Alabama team is probably the I'm, best one I've ever seen. The 1992 uh, may, may always be my favorite, and and I think that's common for us at our age because I yeah. think tend to like things you know that happened when we were you know roughly the same age as the players. When everything was 
you know, we still had, well, you and I are done pretty good with our hair, but when a lot of our friends still have their hair and stuff. Um, okay. All right, buddy, that's going to do it. Thanks for jumping back on and getting in here to do a, a, a emergency pod. And uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow, buddy. Roll Tide until then. Roll Tide.